Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I didn't think of anything funny to say for my name, so I'm just going to just put that out there in a very, like, you know, big, uh, um, big way. And uh, hopefully that'll be funny. Uh, um, and also, my name is Eric. One of our specialties on this show uh, is reinventing modes of transportation. And often those are focused on personalized modes versus mass transit. And I think we could probably be doing more for eco-sustainability uh, through our very thoughtful and, and constructive projects. I agree. And so in that uh, mindset, today's project is Blimp 2.0. <laughs> okay. The most eco-sustainable method of transportation. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, when when you said, like, I was like, oh, is, is this going to be bus? And then he you you said the but of Blimp, and I was like, oh, it's but, oh, no. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Hopefully this won't all just be some hot air. Or maybe it will. Who knows? But probably not. I I think I always have sort of my jumping off point and feel free to to start somewhere else. But for me, the most obvious sort of presentational aspect of a blimp is the shape of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's um, It's by far the most distinctive quality mm-hmm. of a blimp. It was just sort of like a big cigar or a big sort of pointed cylinder. I don't know what kind of cigars you've been smoking. Like a wa- wacky sort of cigars. They're like extra extra like girth to to accommodate the the illicit drugs that are packed inside. I think this is the first time either of us has ever said girth on this podcast and I hope it will be the only time that that ever happens. Well, we'll see. It's a useful word. It's a word that means something. I mean, and so, and so, you know, why wouldn't we use it? Can there really be a word that doesn't mean something? But then I, you, I could just be like derp, and you know, that, well, I mean, derp kind of means. Something well, that's a too. bad example, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! As as with all of our projects, I want to bring delight and happiness to the world. And oh, is that what we're doing? Oh, did I not tell you? Oh. What we have to go back to the start and redo all of our episodes because that is not what I was going for. Well, we can start now. I mean, okay. we're, we're only forty-seven episodes in. It's twenty nineteen. Time, right. time for a change. I think there's. I mean, there's so many ways we could go with this, and I'm just going to throw down. I'm just going to throw down an idea that we have previously explored uh, as as a point of departure. And as you may recall from uh, Camping 2.0, mm-hmm. um, we investigated a tent that was shaped like your head. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, which I love very much. And I'm wondering if we can if we can kind of run with that concept in that... You went roll with that head? Well, sure. I mean, what if we sort of celebrate the, the ingenuity of human engineering... Um, by just having the the air holding bag of the blimp just be like this giant, incredibly detailed person. Uh huh. Um. Don't don't they? Oh, okay. So the um, the Macy's parade 
Macy's mm-hmm. Day Parade. Um, that's that's good precedent for a um, humanoid shaped balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could definitely be we could we could model after that. Uh, obviously, as with the tent um, concept, uh, we could just personalize it. We could have it be you. Okay. I mean, we are getting into the idea of more personalized transport again, and maybe oh, that's, yeah, that's fine. True. Maybe maybe that is Blimp 2.0 is a blimp for every child or whatever. You I wouldn't know. consider is a blimp ma- like it, a blimp's not really mass transit. Like a like I, I feel like those carry like what like ten people max. Well, I guess that's I mean more than one, but um, I mean okay, and, and we have like uh, the the dirigibles. Like the Hindenburg, sure. Um, that that were mass transit, like it held like a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I guess that's there's that. So there's a whole range, I guess. I get yeah. Where I'm coming from is that it's definitely not a, uh, you know, oh, going to work, gonna get in my blimp, but well, not with that attitude. But yes, I see what you're not with that attitude. Saying. Yes. Um, maybe it should be. Maybe it's just maybe. now. I don't want to retread ground that we've already trod. Yes. Um, I feel like perhaps that's, you know, we, we've been there. We've explored that idea. Uh, obviously, it was just your head when it was uh, camping, and it could be just your whole body in this case. But let's I, let's explore the space, I think. Sure. Um, uh, before before it leaves me, though, um, I, I have this, like, really um, stupid and therefore good idea. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not really an idea but it's just like um it's a perspective on mm-hmm. the on the concept of blimp. It occurs to me that a blimp is it, it's a it, it's a vehicle that ascends through this fluid through nothing more than in the in the opposite direction that that it uh, opposite to what it would normally do with gravity and, mm-hmm. and all that, so uh, it floats through this this fluid by having, you, you know, by changing its constitution in such a way that um, it becomes buoyant, or and or it becomes it it, it naturally moves opposite that that mm-hmm. uh, natural pull, and it's it's in a fluid, um, and so like my brain just kind of went to like what. What is a blimp if not a submarine upside down? Mm-hmm. It's just upside down. It, it's like um, if they made uh, if they made submarines in Australia. Mm-hmm. Now, I like this very much. This is this is the lateral thinking for which we are well known. Yes. Uh, the problem with this, to my mind, is that a submarine and a blimp are exactly the same shape. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the shape doesn't really um, doesn't doesn't enter into it. It's just the concept of of like you know what perhaps whatever a, a submarine can do, a blimp could do, but better. But better. And just upside, upside down. but upside down. Yeah. So. Yes. So if we consider the sort of logical conclusion of this, a blimp 2.0 would have a periscope, but down instead of up. Yes, exactly. Torpedoes, um, sonar, air sonar. Mm -hmm. It would just be clicking all the time. 
It would just go by by echolocation, like a bat. Bat think... blimp. Did hmm. Batman ever have a blimp? I feel as though he must have. He must have. It's been around for a long time. I want to... I want to look that up. I'm sure it must be a thing. Look, Thanos had a helicopter, so Batman had to have a blimp. Wait, is that real? That's real. Why would he need one? I mean, this is the, the crux of the matter. Why indeed, and yet... Anyway, um... Yep, the Bat Blimp was a blimp that the Batman used during the blackout of the Zero Year. Cool. I love the comics thing of calling him the Batman. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. Why don't we also do that for the Superman? (laughs) (laughs) We should. We really should. There's just... no more information about this blimp. I can't get a picture of it. Mm. Wait, images. Seriously? Wow, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> it looks like a plane. Uh-huh. It looks like a plane. It has wings and like uh um engines under the wings, just like mm-hmm. a plane, and it has a tail fin just like a plane. Mm-hmm. But the body of the plane is just a distended oval. It's just like a big old, like it's it's like a almost a, a sphere, but it's like kind of round, like flattened top to bottom, and um, yeah, it's got two big spotlights on the front. Cool. It, it doesn't look s- that stupid. It looks a little bit stupid, but you know, it it, it kind of works. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I think maybe we could take this idea even a bit further afield, um, in that. If I want to be delighted or perhaps terrified by the idea of a blimp, here we are, you know, uh, transgressing against nature itself. Yes. What if it was shaped like a UFO? Sort of a, you know, the the day the earth stood still kind of classic UFO shape. And so if you saw one coming and it was far away, you'd be like, oh no, it's, it's happening. <laughs> Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, we could totally do that. I mean, um there's there's a whole host of of shapes that that we can I mean, how many shapes are there? <laughs> like in the universe? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, how many different shapes? I mean, an infinite number probably. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, okay, let me throw down my other idea like, that's sort of at the other end of the of the spectrum here, uh-huh. which is what if it was a very large emoji? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. How many emoji are there? It's probably an infinite number. I mean, there will be probably yes. in the future. Right now, I have to think it's large but bounded. What about a what about a wait, which emoji? Uh, indeed. The 100? Did did you just say that? No, but that would be very good. That'd be awesome. And then you could use the the underlines for something. Well, let's move on to the next topic, which is the gondola. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, 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 with blimps as we know them now, it's just like a bus, which is very boring. We're going to reinvent this so hard that we're going to have to send our sincere gondolences to old blimp. Continue. Thank you. Uh, and the thing that, that has sort of stuck in my craw as far as, uh, gondolas go is the one that's in Indiana Jones where they flip a Nazi out the window, Oh, um, which is like a sky going fancy restaurant. And I think that's very good. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's like this whole concept of like, you know, blimps more than planes are able to somehow be more like luxurious. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess because it's like it doesn't have to be like a, a tiny tube. It can just be a room mm-hmm. because it doesn't really matter what shape it is. Yeah, it's mm. not going like super fast, so it doesn't have to be extremely aerodynamic or even super right. airtight. Right, right. Or pressurized or anything. So, mm-hmm. like, sky's the limit, if you will. Huh. Um, but I guess what I keep coming back to with a blimp is that it's it's moving, you know, not terribly fast. If you were sort of up very high, it would probably feel quite slow, sort of like walking pace. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of what we can offer with Blimp 2.0 is, is just the full experience of uh, you know, being up in the sky in a way that a plane never could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and... yeah. Go ahead. No, I didn't have any. I just interrupted <laughs> you with, with, with new, like repeated, um, vocalizations of agreement. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. The thing that I Indeed. keep com- thanks, that I keep coming back to is, uh-huh is uh when you go up like into a tall building or something and they have a transparent floor oh yeah what if as a passenger we just like make that the sort of all-consuming experience and so we're not really even putting you in the the bus part of the blimp but like maybe you're just in some sort of transparent sachet that is uh suspended from the underside of the gondola so you're just like i am basically just in the sky oh yeah and it is wonderful or terrifying it's like a like a tea bag (laughs) yeah um (laughs) so the problem with this or the opportunity of this is that we've just invented blimp nuts yeah 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 that you ride in yeah that's fine um, no, I like the teabag idea, not the not the metaphorical teabag, which is just nuts, but um, like a real teabag. Um, we could combine it with uh, if the the bag itself is on like a winch, a really long winch, mm-hmm. and uh, you can, as you're hovering over a body of water, you can just like kind of lower lower yourself and get dunked, you know, mm. repeatedly um, into the water as a as a kind of fun uh, amusement park ish activity. Mm-hmm. I very much like the idea of being able to uh, raise and lower myself during the voyage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you go through a forest and you can like lower yourself into the canopy, and um, that would be cool. So cool. Um, you could you could go into like a Dunkaroos factory and just like lower yourself into the what I can only presume are just giant vats of those of that like vanilla and and or chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, sauce stuff what is it sauce it's not a sauce it's like an icing it's icing now also australian are dunkaroos australian they just sound australian why are you saying also australian like that's a thing we've been talking about because the blimp is an australian submarine because it's upside down oh okay we just talked about this like five minutes ago i don't remember anything (laughs) that happened to me i have the memory of a goldfish I think it behooves us to talk about propulsion. Oh, hell yeah. Now, um, typically it's just like engines mounted on the gondola or on the body of the blimp, and that's very boring. Yes. Um, and As one can see from the the bat blimp. <laughs> yeah, like get it together, the Batman. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I cannot believe that. It's like my my favorite thing in early internet days when they just called it internet. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm that good. famous, um, the CBC Peter Mansbridge mm-hmm. internet. Computer network called internet. It's so weird. So, I mean, as with, with, with previous projects, I think we can take some inspiration from uh, biomechanics. Um, now, what if there was like a rigid fin that was mm-hmm. sort of threaded around the body of the blimp? What? Like... So come with me on this on this mind voyage. Let's go. So imagine a blimp and it, let's let's sort of stick with conventional shape because I don't think we've landed on anything other than a 100 emoji which would also work in this sure. instance. And from uh tip to tail as if it were the body of a screw, put a thread around it, but it's like just a big fin. Okay. And then right. the whole blimp oh, yeah. rotates yes. to, to provide thrust. Beautiful. I love it. I just, there's something very amazing about that to me. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. So, what this probably means, unless just everybody in their tea bag is getting whipped around at high velocity, <laughs> is that the gondola would have to be attached only at the nose and the tail. Sure. Or or you could do some kind of, uh, like, you could segment it in the middle or something. Oh, that's a thought. Sure. And then, and then it could just rotate around it. Like, there could be, like, a, a blimp belt. An axle. It's, it's like, just basically an axle that, that just kind of stays. It's I guess it's not an axle if it stays not rotating. But it's, like, through the middle. Mm-hmm. And the gondola is attached to the axle. And then there's, like, these big parts of the blimp body that are that rotate freely around the Mm -hmm. axle Mm -hmm. i like that very much now speaking of a blimp that is a submarine but upside down Mm -hmm. um what you have just sort of uh put into my mind probably inadvertently although i'll give you a full credit for it (laughs) is have you ever seen the david lynch dune movie no oh well well i mean are you talking about the sandworm yeah and because typically you drive a blimp from underneath, but David we're... Lynch did Dune. Yeah, it's what? terrible. Don't watch it. Okay. So what if the pilot, instead of being slung underneath, was on top, and in fact had very like sandworm esque controls? So it was sort of like, uh, like a rodeo. Uh huh. And he's just standing up there, sort of with reins of the blimp. Mm right on top of this of this axle slash belt that we've proposed yeah i like that mm-hmm. i like that a lot um the, the yeah so it's just like the pilot is is kind of rodeoing the the whole, mm-hmm. the whole yeah thing. it's it's less driving the blimp and more hurting the blimp yes yes that's right mm-hmm. I, I think that that feels appropriate i think so i'm not Cause, sure cause why like, but but it well, seems right well, because like like a plane is more like like a like a missile, like it's something that that gets you know it goes so fast and it's like pointy and long and it's just like it it it, it doesn't feel. Whereas in contrast, the this the blimp is like a lumbering beast. Mm. It's like um it's just like a big, I don't know something that that feels more organic just just by the fact of like how it's shaped, how big it is, and and how it moves. So I, I I get it. So the last sort of piece of the puzzle here is uh, lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, hydrogen not so good. Well, I mean it's very good, <laughs> but, 
It, we'd be in trouble <laughs> if hydrogen didn't exist. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, a lot to recommend it and as far as sort of the periodic table of elements goes. Yeah, it's number one. But it also has the depressing tendency to blow up. Yes, it does. It does definitely. Um, which is good for like, you know, stellar fusion mm -hmm. uh, and bad for putting in blimps. Yeah. Uh, helium, you know, also good, but we are running out of it. Uh, yeah. So it seems a bit uh presumptuous to put it in blimps <laughs> yes um also you know we, we we don't we want to maintain this aspect of the blimp as a lumbering beast and and you don't want his voice to be too high no and in fact I, i'm glad you mentioned that because i think it's more important that we maintain strategic helium reserves to make people's mm -hmm. voices funny more so than to drive blimps around absolutely as you know i do for every episode i did quite a lot of research about blimps that we've promptly abandoned yeah well well <laughs> um apparently uh one of the lighter than air gases that you could put in a blimp is neon Ooh, shiny yeah just imagine a blimp but just fully lit <laughs> <laughs> in both senses of the word <laughs> yeah yeah this blimp, blimp is lit nice oh it, it's like um it, it would just like the shape of the blimp would just be the letters a and f and so it would be lit af that's so good mm-hmm mm-hmm mm -hmm. um and finally and this is i i think we can uh experiment here but uh, if we can, if we can figure out the materials science, it could just be filled with vacuum. Ooh, that's very buoyant. Mm-hmm. The um, most buoyant, probably. Yeah, vacuum. That would suck. But in a good, but in a good way, you know, like in a good way of. Yeah, the good kind of suck. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Do you want to throw any other contenders into the ring for 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 things to put inside? Mm-hmm. Um. Well. Uh, it's about the things you don't put inside. I think that's jazz, actually. But it is. It is. It's. <laughs> Whoa! What if we fill it with jazz, with the uplifting, sweet sounds of jazz? <laughs> That'll lift anything. That will lift anything. That's an amazing idea. Now, yeah, with the power of jazz, I think that's very good. And it's like less dense because it is about the notes you don't play. So. So, yeah, it, it has fewer notes in it because people are very preoccupied about not playing them. I would say, by volume, jazz is almost entirely the notes you don't play. Yeah, it's the aerogel of music. <laughs> like, you can barely see it if you put it in a block of it in your hand. Um, just because we've been talking about this, and I want to make sure we fully explore all of the options, if a blimp is a reverse submarine... What if it was filled with water? Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Um, it would probably have to be steam because steam rises. Uh-huh. Steam rises anyway, so. That does feel like the opposite of a submarine, though. Because oh, typically, yeah, you know, they're trying to keep water out. Yeah. Air on the inside, water on the outside. And this one is like air on the outside, water on the inside. It's perfect. We could just infuse the the steam uh, with jazz. With jazz. <laughs> That's perfect. That's some hot jazz. 
so great that's so good that's so good so um i want to take the last few minutes of this episode as we do to talk about um branding and marketing and i Mm -hmm. i just want to say blimp seems a bit pejorative yes it does you i mean yeah yeah it's we gotta we gotta break free from that that um uh stigma uh but i do love the punchiness of it and so uh blump (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh i don't think that's better but okay okay, okay. um glimp mm-hmm. are you just saying sounds yeah yeah sounds that don't words that don't mean anything i mean that's a good place a to start callback very trademarkable yes exactly now, uh, what, what what were you thinking um i mean i didn't have anything particular in mind oh okay so i have i have an idea okay uh, uh it's a uh, the opposite of a submarine which would be like a supermarine Ooh. Or, or a super air. <laughs> uh-huh. You said glimp, and I think that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only because it it feels like the blimp equivalent of glamping. Yes. True. It's yes, exactly. It's a glamorous. Glamorous. More blimp. glamorous. Yeah. With um, a, complete with a rodeo person on top. It's very good. It has, yeah, sort of that entertainment value built in. It yeah. might be uh, a giant 100 emoji or a giant AF that's uh-huh. spinning constantly. Yes. So it's going to be exciting. And then you can lower yourself into interesting environs as you're flying. Yeah, yeah. That all seems very glamorous. It does. It does. Uh, what about like the dunk zone? Or maybe that's what you would just call the that part. Yeah, like Glimp presents colon yes. the dunk zone. Yes, exactly. No, that's uh, good. That's, that's good. good. Now, I do have a catchphrase uh, for it. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think it's very bad, and I'm just going to put it on the table, which is, we haven't blown up in years. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's that's really good. Wait, but oh, but it is blown up. Well... I feel like the the longer version of the catchphrase, which I've sort of workshopped down to that, yeah. is we haven't blown up uh, with great loss of human life in years. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that can go in parentheses. That's good. Okay. It's lit. If there are things in your life that you want redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. We'd love to hear from you, and you can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a star rating or review on iTunes or share it with a friend. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.